welcome to Not So Peter Priest's podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Not So Peter Priesthood. And you can email us at Not So Peter Priesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! usually how it goes is you're like <laughs> i just give you i'm like are you ready you're like i don't know should i am i uh is this like uh <laughs> if it's something i don't want to talk about you're just gonna talk about it with me anyway so <laughs> ready or not <laughs> pretty much want to talk about this no too bad <laughs> well, well, I welcome to the, the podcast research, so. <laughs> yeah. this one's a Okay, so Ragey Dusty might come out of this. It, it, this has enraged me, um, and I've been following this since, let's see. I mean, it's, it first started around in the summer, so July. But, like, mm-hmm. I think it was, like, the end of June when I was, like, starting to hear about this. But um, we're going to talk about the uh, controversies around some temple constructions. So, and there's a whole timeline <laughs> your face <laughs> so, uh, so this is from July 7th of this year um, from wyomingpublicmedia.org uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has decided to build a temple in Cody this is Cody, Wyoming a temple is not just a church to LDS members also known as Mormons it has a special purpose and a special construction. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh, the site where the temple would be built sits on a hill with magnificent views of Hart Mountain to the north and Rattlesnake and Cedar Mountains, which overlook the Yellowstone Highway to the west. The land was donated by a church member. <laughs> Another church member, Luke Hopkins, said temples are different from... Okay, we know that. They have a specific use. The closest the closest temple currently is in building, Billings, which is uh, in Montana, which is a two-hour drive away. Uh, Hopkins said temples are constructed differently, too. Uh, they're meant to be like a beacon. The temple's meant to point towards God. It's a one-story building... It's about 26 feet tall, but it does have a steeple that is about 101 feet tall. That's what the story. That's the construction of this temple. The plans for this temple is a single story and a really tall spire. So, yeah. Is it like a mini temple? Because that kind of sounds like the Edmonton temple, which is like a mini version of a temple. Cody's not not that big, so they don't want it to. And the church, who was it that was it, was it Thomas, was it Thomas S. Monson that was big? No, well, Gord B. Hinckley was all about, like, let's build a bajillion temples. And then, like, ever since then, the church has been like, let's just build a bunch of temples. And they, like, everywhere, yeah. And then whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because Edmonton Um, was one, because I went to the open house in the Edmonton temple when I was 15, I think. I hate I hate Edmonton. I'm sorry to anybody from Edmonton who loves it. It's just every time I've gone there, it's been so cold and so gray and awful. And it was that trip too. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. This steeple. Uh. 
the tower proposed for Cody's Wyoming, Cody's temple has four sides, about 17 feet wide by 17 feet wide. It extends off the roof of the building and has a cupola. I don't know what that is. Cupola at the top that makes it look like it will be that looks like it will be brass gold color. So like a little, uh, I think those are the little ball the ball things at the top, or like a the ball that like Moroni stands on or whatever. No, maybe not. I don't. Let me. No. Wow, I'm really professional. I didn't know what. I'm this sorry. Was. I'm asking hard questions. I should just been like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, totally. No, I really don't know what the cupola is, but so it's a rounded vault resting on a usually circular base and forming a roof or ceiling. So a small structure. Let's see. I'm gonna. Oh, so it's like the like a triangle. Like the it's like the the top of it. It'll be like a triangle. Oh, so like, like a, a pergola, but it's a. Couple. Triangle base. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, Walter yeah. is growling at me because I ate a pickle. And uh, what? <laughs> and uh, Walter wants my pickle, so he's growling at me. Sorry. Shout oh, out to good. Katie. I'm eating a pickle. <laughs> uh, Hopkins said that the temple towers are usually illuminated by lights that shine up. Um. So. Uh, as we know, like temples are usually lit up all 24/7. So uh, Terry, that becomes important in this because Terry Skinner is a group of is from a group called Preserve Our Cody Neighborhoods. He lives near the proposed temple site. Most of the homes in his neighborhood and other others nearby are large and expensive. So, you know that whole thing where they're like, oh, having a temple in your area raises the value of your home or something. And I'm like. So this is putting a big question mark on that, and I, I like, had never even thought of this, but, like, in, uh, anyway, um, they have a view of the mountains. Many neighbors are concerned the church will leave the light on 24 hours. Uh, this is a big issue because people are very possessive of the dark night skies, and it's very important to them, which it should be, because, like, they pay for those views, <laughs> for one. Yeah, and absolutely. also, like... It's the night sky. Like there are places, and Cody's one of them, where they they want they have like a low light uh, regulation where it's like mm-hmm. so preserve the night sky so people can feel Helps as natural. Bird well. migration too, yeah, because big bright lights like that can throw off bird migrating patterns. Yeah. Also, so this is they want to build it in a neighborhood, like amongst a bunch of houses. So I'm just, <sighs> anyway, so Diane Kelberer is another member of the preserve our Cody neighborhoods group. And she says that it is not the location for bright temple that is going to encroach on neighbors. Kelberer and Skinner said they are not against the temple in Cody. They just think it belongs somewhere else. And that seems to be the, yeah. the major consensus is that a lot of people just, they don't, mind that there's a temple coming but they want it to be like they're like why do you have to build it there yeah why is Uh, it in residentially zoned areas that seems really strange to me well funny that you say that one might ask where can one put a hundred foot tall tower church in an applicable zone where they wouldn't have to go through a conditional use permit or a special exemption for the height that answer is pretty easy it's a d3 commercial zone so it's not it's not zoned for it is zoned for commercial use. So you can, even though it's a residential residential area, it's still a commercial zone. Oh so really? They, That's yeah. annoying. 
that would be anywhere in downtown Cody or where there are businesses already. Um, Skinner's group has passed positions and posted signs around the neighborhoods that say relocate the temple. They've also been active at planning and zoning meetings. The first one reportedly lasted six hours with dozens of people speaking for and against the temple construction in its current location. During the second meeting in late June, that more than 100 people came. Um, one person was Jessica Willie, Will W-I-L-L-E. I don't know if it's, anyway. I am, br- I am for bringing people to God in any ca- capacity, she says, and I'm also for just following the laws. And when I went to these meetings, I realized that everything is in accordance with the laws. Um, according to Sean Carter, who works for the City of Cody Building Department, Willie is right. In the latest planning and zoning meeting, he told the board if they are constructing the Temple Tower out of what we consider non-combustible construction, it can be unlimited in height. So they want this 100-foot spire, spire, right? Right. Um, That's because a rooftop structure is exempt from Cody height restrictions. But some of the board members disagreed with Carter's definition of the large tower as a rooftop structure. The board approved of the conditional use permit for the temple, but denied the special exemption for the height of the building's tower. They accepted an offer from Greg Rasmussen, representative of LDS headquarters in the Salt Lake City, to work on a development agreement with the city. Once that agreement is settled, it will be brought back to the Planning and Zoning Board. Meanwhile, people on both sides of the controversy say they are encouraged that their concerns are being heard. Doesn't sound like they actually are. So that was the beginning of July. So now we're going to go to the July 20th, uh, when the LDS Church sues Cody, Wyoming, over plans <laughs> for a new temple. This is a little tiny town in Wyoming, right? I just, I don't understand <laughs> the, like, you're a, you have billions, billions of dollars, dollars, and like, yeah. just move it. Like, why do you care so, because somebody yeah. donated the land? Yeah. Like, like, so you don't have to buy land somewhere else? Like, fuck off. Right? And then, so they donated the land, and then, so what do you, just make it something else. Do something like a, I don't know, like a food pantry. Something yeah. that's actually going to help people. Sir, I or, know. I don't know, just like, adjust it so that everybody's happy and stop being assholes about what your temples have to look like. Like Exactly. Oh, we're going to get into that. So, <laughs> uh, so the churches. This is from the Salt Lake Tribune on July 20th, 2023. Um, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is suing Cody, Wyoming, over after it voted to approve plans for a new temple and then decided that vote didn't count, rejecting the plans. So um, <laughs> so they're saying that the, the vote that the city did doesn't count. The Cowboy State Daily reported that on June 15th, five members of the seven-person Cody Planning and Zoning Board met to consider the proposal for the temple, which the church plans to build on a 4.69-acre site overlooking the city of about 10,000. There's only 10,000 people in this little city. Like, yeah, it's so small. Yeah. Why do they even need it? I mean, yeah. Need, oh, because they can't drive to Billings. I mean, I understand it. Billings, Montana is not that Sorry to anybody who loves Billings. It's- it's just not the funnest place in the world to visit. I so funny thing um, when we went to my temp my when I got my endowments in Nauvoo on the way back we stopped in Billings Montana and went to that temple because it had just opened and all I remember about that is that they were so proud of this like red rock 
like behind like this red rock wall behind the temple. I don't know. And it was pretty, but I was just like, oh, that's all I remember about Billings, Montana. <laughs> I mean, it's a really good place to stop for gas and a snack. That's all I really, yeah. <laughs> Again, no offense to anybody that lives there, but. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Uh, so the, vo- the board voted three to one to approve with one abstention. So they had a somebody that wasn't there. Uh, but board chairman Carson Rowley then ruled that the motion had failed because it had not been supported by a majority of all seven board members, including the two who, who had not attended the meeting. Uh, so um, <laughs> the church argued that the church argued in a lawsuit filed on Monday in Park County District Court violated the board's own rules. So uh, the Cow- Cowboy State Daily reported that under Cody Municipal Code, Approval requires an affirmative vote of a majority of the Planning, Zoning, and Adjustment Board members in attendance at said meeting, and with three votes from the five members in attendance, that standard had not been met. So because it was only church and their technicalities, hey, like I mean, technically she was you know shy of her fifteenth birthday. Technically, like (laughs) when it works for them, they are so on top of those little tidbits of details. Yeah. Um, so they had changed the plans, right? From a 101 uh, foot spire to a, they had they had agreed to change it to a 77 77 foot steeple. That's so really fucking high. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, according to the report in the Wyoming news outlet, there has been heated reaction to the plans for the temple, and it's it's still controversial. 77 foot steeple, which will be illuminated illuminated late into the evening and has drawn more opposition than any other aspect of the project. So why don't they just change the fucking plans? Like, if that's the issue, the spire, like, the issue is, like, um, yes, the location, but I think if they were to be like, okay, well, we don't really need a big spire like that. Or turn the fucking lights off. Yeah. You know? 7 p.m., shut it down. Or 8 p.m., or I don't know, I have kids, so I go to bed early. But, like, just turn the lights off. That would solve so many problems with everybody. Yeah, because I get it. Like I remember, <laughs> like coming out of basketball or whatever at the high school and being like blinded by the temple across the street. Like, yeah, they're well, bright. They're very bright. Yeah, I can't imagine the electric bills that they have to pay. But the um, but like the Idol Falls Temple, like it just like it's always lit up and it's just it's yeah. I remember, so just recently I had a, like, there's this beautiful picture of the, like, the Snake River right there, and then you see the temple, you know, and all this green, these green trees and everything, and the beautiful sunset, and I was just like, that'd be so much prettier without the temple. Like, it's just like this little, this little white building in the middle of this beautiful, natural-looking picture that would have been gorgeous without that so mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, they really seem to like and like i've seen photos where they're really mar- like you can't take a proper photo because of the light from the building is just so mm-hmm. it just it doesn't work in a photo it's very it's very annoying yeah and even here in rexburg like i'm idaho sunsets and sunrises are gorgeous and um there's been some sunrises where I'm like, oh man, that's beautiful. But there's the fucking Rexburg Temple right there that I like. I don't want to. I don't want a picture of that. 
Like, I just want a picture of the sunrise without the temple. Can I just have that? But you can't have that now. Uh, unless you go beyond the temple. And then, anyway. Uh, so the Cowboy State Daily went on to report that the Cody Planning and Zoning Board met again Wednesday to discuss for the Latter-day Saint Temple. And that, through the meeting agenda, stated no action would be taken the board determined that any approval of a conditional use permit for the temple would be contingent on accepting the special exemption for the steeple. On June 15th, the board had approved, voted to approve the temple, but tabled a proposal to approve the steeple. So, um, so they they want the temple, but they're like mm, the steeple's the the issue. The area where the church plans to build the temple is zoned residential, and structures cannot exceed a height of 30 feet. So I was wrong. It is it is as zoned residential area but i think she was saying earlier was that it'd be easier for them to go to a commercial zoned area because those commercial zoned areas are built are zoned for higher buildings yeah (sighs) like a temple has a parking lot that's not a residential thing that anybody wants in their neighborhood like no no uh, the addition of the 77-foot steeple would take that to more than 100 feet. The area where the church plans to... Oh, yeah. Okay. So, a group calling itself Preserve Our Cody Neighborhoods, which we've talked about before, is leading the opposition, and more than 300 people turned up for the June 15th meeting. Uh, the news outlet reported that most of those in opposition said they weren't against the temple. Um, so, fast forward to August 9th, uh, Wyoming Public Radio is... Um, they report that Cody's controversial uh, temple project was finally approved on Tuesday after four city planning and zoning meetings to consider it. Hundreds of people attended each meeting from June until August. Dozens of people spoke out for and against the construction. The LDS church representatives presented compromises Tuesday, including limiting the hours the outside lights are on. Originally, the lights were going to be on at all times. So they, they compromised on, let's we'll just turn off the lights at night, right? Uh, the temple construction yeah. is pl- planned for a neighborhood, which makes sense. Like, why do they need to be on all night? Nobody's in there all night. So, like, anyway. Like, if Christ is coming, he's probably going to know where he's going. He doesn't need a beacon, like a homing beacon. Right. Uh, the temple construction is planned for a neighborhood near the western end of Cody. Um Let's see. At the last meeting, church representatives said they would turn off the tower lights from 1 a.m. until 5 a.m. So, that's not even, like... So it's still like when you're trying to sleep. (laughs) Or like out stargazing or, I don't know, making out in the parking lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't have experience of that. It's fine. (laughs) Just uh, a friend told you, right? (laughs) Yeah, like a really close personal friend from high school told me about how they used to make out with their boyfriend in the temple parking lot. <laughs> totally not me. <laughs> but at the August meeting, church officials suggested they could turn off the tower lights from 11 p.m. until 5 p- 5 a.m. That's still, I mean, that's better, but it's still like making. It's only an hour before curfew, though, so I don't know. Like 10 p.m., like 9 p.m. or something. Just anyway. Uh, and they would reduce the tower height from 100 feet to 85 feet. Still fucking high. And that's just the spire. So then you've got 30 feet of the actual building plus the 85. So it's still it's still over. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. 
After three votes, the board finally approved the plan, but not all of it. LDS church member Luke Hopkins explained the final vote allows the church to decide on the tower height. Uh, the final vote included mitigations that had been talked about, such as lighting, but it removed the language related to the height of the steeple. Uh, Hopkins said the construction can begin as soon as the city issues a building permit. <laughs> I'd be so busy in that building office. Like, oh, I have so much on my desk. Oh, no. I know, all right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so in August, so uh, that was still, this is like the end of August, August 24th. Uh, YODaily.com reported that the fight over the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints New Dakota Temple is headed to the courts. On Monday, a group of 11 couples and individuals who lived near the site sued the city of Cody's planning and zoning and adjustment board, asking a judge to overrule the board and reverse its approval of the temple plans. So we've got like I, love a this so much. I know, right? It's so good. <laughs> It's so good. Also, I forgot to mention that during all this, so those signs, there's pictures of those yeah. signs where they're, um, where they're like trying to replace, they like relocate the temple, yeah. relocate the temple. That's been this movement, and that it's it's from that preserve our Cody neighborhoods group. Um, Didn't a bunch of been, like vandalize them? I was gonna say they've been vandalizing them and saying shit, like saying like terrible things on it, and it's not just it's like it's shocking. Um, yeah. I, anyway, small town Mormons, man, they're a whole different breed of like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the, these neighbors are reiterate, reiterating their arguments that the, the 995, nine, oh my god, 9,950 square foot temple does not belong in their re- residential area. Uh, Monday's appeal specifically challenges the board's approval of a conditional use permit of the project. The group said it will soon file a second suit challenging the temple site plan. In a statement posted to Facebook, members of the Preserve Our Cody neighborhoods described themselves as being part of the last line of defense against an LDS corporation that has threatened and intimidated our community, the PNZ board, and city officials forcing a temple built in a rural residential zoned area at a height that exceeds the Cody building code by more than three times. Isn't that amazing? Yes! Oh. <laughs> um, the group said it went to court only as a last resort and noted the church filed two legal challenges of its own. The fact that the church okay. is even fighting this, I'm just like, that's what's been enraging me. I'm just like, oh. and But then like knowing that these like little groups are still fighting against it, I'm like, yes, get it, get it. And I even, um, they had like a petition and I signed it like, so, um, and the more signatures they get on that, the better, because it shows that, like, there's obviously more, more people. Support. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, following months of intense public debates and complicated deliberations, the board gave its last approvals of the project on August 8th. Greenlight came with a church compromise to shut off the facility's lighting from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m., like we said. Uh, however, an offer to reduce the mains tower height from 101 to 85 feet was scrapped when the board's swing vote felt the church was bullying the members into accepting the deal. So the church is claiming that they're being bullied <laughs> for, <laughs> for accepting the compromise from 101 feet to 85 feet. We're so persecuted. We're not allowed to build our big massive thing where everybody was just trying to live their lives. Everybody's so mean to us. Oh my God. Right. Uh, while the entire process has been enveloped in contention, the tower's height has proven to be the most controversial. 
the 4.69 acre parcel of Skyline Drive sits within a rural residential zoning district where buildings are generally limited to 30 feet. City planner Todd Stowell and other staff said the tower is subject to that limit, but a majority of the board members disagreed. Uh, though city staff and the church say the board indirectly approved the 101 foot height, there are differing interpretations with the neighbors contending the church remains limited to 30 feet. 30 feet is still a pretty fucking high spire, so, like, just do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, like, calm your tits and just compromise. I don't, underst- I don't understand the church's stance of, like, making enemies in the area that they're trying to build. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either way, the church can't begin construction until it receives a building permit from city staff. Uh, we're trying to sit down and work with the, the church on some issues, city administrator Barry Cook said, uh, specifically mentioning the height of the steeple. Cook said the city wants to arrange a meeting between church officials and perhaps three members of the city council. Uh, meanwhile, the Preserve Our Cody neighborhoods has asked the mayor to pause the permit while it, it appeals, its appeals play out in Park, Park County District Court. In Monday's petition, the neighbors assert that the conditional use permit that allows the church to build at the site violated the city's ordinances and master plan was unsupported by substantial evidence and was arbitrary, capricious, and an abuse of discretion. <clears throat> I just love this group. They're just like, no, oh, <laughs> you guys are being... Oh, you think you're just going to stomp on top of us and do whatever you want? No. <laughs> yeah. Because they spent the money on their homes and bought them, and the church was just like, has billions of dollars and was given the land. I completely, yeah, I yeah. get it too. No. Yep. I didn't even think about the parking lot issue too like that creates there's higher traffic too there's gonna have more people coming in and out like visitors from outside of the you know and not to mention the open house that would have people from the region coming Thousands in of people. yeah yeah the and maintenance, sure, could, there's gonna be maintenance on the roads and the asphalt and because they you know re-tar or whatever every year so you're gonna have that odor every summer Mm-hmm. And uh, not to mention that the so the church would be like, oh, but you're we're helping your economy, and it's like, well, we've been fine, <laughs> like we've been fine this whole time. We don't need you. <laughs> and they're not anyway. helping the economy because people that come to the temple bill it with other families. They eat at the cafeteria in the temple, and then they drive home. So you're maybe getting more gas in your town, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not helping. Mormons are the cheapest people on the face of the planet. They are not going to like plan to go spend a weekend in Cody and like see the sites and support local yeah. business while they go to the temple. It's not going to happen. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the group's attorneys at Wentland and Wentland of Sheridan say the permit illegal uh, illegally authorized the following. So they got incorrect specifications to building height allowances limitations. Uh, incorrect enforcement or lack of proper enforcement of scale or density compatibility mandates, incorrect and or inadequate protections to persons, property, and the general welfare by reasons of excessive production of traffic, glare, light, and damage to the view, view shed, and risks to the public health, welfare, and safety. So, um, it's a big further... undertaking to build a temple. Like, it's, yeah. there's big crews and lots of machinery, like... I wouldn't be happy about it. They further charged that the board failed to observe notices and procedures required by law and created one or more instances of a nuisance by issuing the permit. The group also appears to take aim at Stowell, who is a member of the church. Shocking that he's a member of the church. He's the 
I'm sure uh, he's like super gung ho about it. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Um, Monday's petition charges that the permit is the product of a tainted administrative decision-making process involving one or more city personnel who acted with a known conflict of interest and or bias in a manner that unduly prejudiced the administrative decision-making process. So Yep, I'm, yeah, I agree with yeah. that for sure. All right. Um, beyond the Preserve Our Cody Neighborhoods Association, the plaintiffs include Terry and Diana Skinner, so it goes, lists all these people. Um, in contrast to the neighbor's criticism, multiple church members expressed gratitude for the city's work on the project at an August 15th Cody City Council meeting. They also expressed hope that both the project and the community can move forward. We are very anxious now that the Planning and Zoning Board has made their decision. Uh, said Jimmy Edwards, second counselor in the Cody, Wyoming State Presidency. Uh, we look forward to the signing of the permit so that the temple can get underway, but also so that we can start progressing on healing relationships that have been damaged. I don't think that. Yeah, I just don't. I Again, I can't get over the fact that like a church is willing to make enemies with the people in the town they want to. Like, it's it just boggles my mind. Yeah. That they weren't immediately like, oh, okay, people have a problem with this. We want to keep good relations, so let's figure this out. They were like, no, we're going to sue you. Like, Yeah, like, that's what's been bothering me so much about this is, like, there's, um, there's been no, like, the church has been just like, nope, we're going to build it here, and we're just going to continue pushing this. And you're just going to, like, eventually we're going to just wear you down. And I think yeah, and the church yeah. does have more money and more lawyers, so they say, will win. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say they have, they know it's, they know they have more money. They have a better like, they're just the bigger, bigger. They're the cat, and the Cody Wyoming is the te- the middle mouse that can't. You know, I'm just glad that they're putting up a fight, and it's like showing the church that oh, you can't just do whatever the fuck you want. I do hope that yeah. they win, but I don't like the odds really aren't in their favor, but it's stacked against them, especially with yeah. what's the snout being a Mormon. Like, mm-hmm. and again, they have more lawyers. They have the funds necessary for lawyers to find every single little loophole that they can. Yeah. So um, that's where I thought, like I thought, okay, that gets us to, I thought the story was over there. Like, I was just like, okay, well, they're going to get, they're just waiting on the permits. You know, I thought that was, so just recently, another area has, um, has the same issue. It's Heber City. So, and that's in Utah. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that a Utah place? Yeah, it's right. So if you're, um, okay, so there's Park City and then there's Heber. So it's like, it's on the... I'm trying to think east side of Park City. So you go, um, so you have to go through this canyon mm-hmm. to, and the Park City's in that canyon. Like it's in the, mm-hmm. like, a, and then once you get out of that canyon, that's where Heber is. That's where Heber is. Okay. I think I can yeah. visualize it. Yeah. So you've got like the Wasatch Front on the west side, and then you go through this pass to get to Park City, and it's, Park City is like this bougie ski area. It's where the Sundance yeah. is. It's beautiful. Um, I've been there. <laughs> and I used to go there all the time. Like I used to go through there all the time because I lived um, just outside of like maybe two hours away from Heber because oh, like in okay. Vernal Roosevelt area. 
and that's like even smaller towns and um but heber is like a pretty small town but it's like grown it's massive now like way bigger than it used to be like i think because it is close to wasatch front but it's still like away and you can you're close enough to like park city you're close to like certain areas but you're further what you're out of the city like that's yeah, why it, that's, like that's all the wrong. communities around Calgary is the same thing. They've really blown up in the last few years because you're not in the city, but you can take advantage of the city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but Heber has always been kind of this, like, I was actually born in Heber. <laughs> so, Aww. yeah. Baby Jake. <laughs> um, okay, so parkrecord.com on august 8th 2023 this is uh, by brock marchant he says the the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints heber valley temple project is set to be built on county land the structure and its supporting infrastructure was discussed by the heber city council on august 1st the church submitted a memorandum of understanding an mou to be negotiated and signed by itself the city and the county given that the traffic increase and subsequent needs for roads the temple will create largely affects Heber City. Uh, while it was ultimately decided to continue the conversation at a later meeting, the discussion encompassed impact fees, lighting concerns, and who will, re- who will be responsible for paying for road developments. Yes. Now, because it's on county land, so who's, but it's yeah, in the so city. Yeah, so the town, so the near taxpayers have to pay for it. Yep. Oh, uh, dicey. Yeah. So the staff report on the MOU recommended the council approve the agreement with three conditions. The temple project is approved by Wasatch County. The MOU is approved by Wasatch County and the infrastructure and road plans are contained in the agreement are approved by the city's engineer. Uh, so that's the, the agreement is that the temple project is approved through the county and um, also that the infrastructure and road plans are also approved by the county. I uh, explained that according to the MOU, the, ch- it, the church will pay the church will pay for the roadway improvements necessita- necessitated by the project and for a roundabout slated to connect a co- new collector street with Center Street to mitigate traffic concerns. So they're going to put a roundabout in there. Okay. Uh, the city will. Be <laughs> we know how much you love them. <laughs> oh, every fucking day. I they nobody knows how to do those. Listeners, please, like, Google roundabouts for (laughs) before you go driving them because people in Idaho Falls don't know how to do it. They just put a new one in Rexburg, and they have to actually, like, literally spell it out for you. They've forced people to do it right the way they they constructed the roundabout. I'm like, this is nice. I'm glad that they did this. However, it makes me mad. Is it a dual lane one or just a single lane? Uh, it's kind of dual lane, but like they, if you're turning right, they like put this barrier so you cannot go like which you can't just like keep going. Yeah, brilliant. So you actually have to like merge into the inside and then merge to the out. (gasps) Genius, genius. (laughs) I know it drives people to just like ride the outside lane. I'm like, what are you doing? Or they turn a four-way stop, and I'm like, no, it's yeah. the whole point is constant flow of traffic. So yeah, yes, just go. If you yeah. fit, you get. Dusty Ex- knows unless this, I do my Marco riding the outside. Yeah. 
I'll be doing my Marco Polo. I'll be talking, just doing my jam. And then I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> just like, oh, Every yep, time. I know where you like, are. Like, oh, he's at the roundabout. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> so we know the implications of putting a roundabout into an area. <laughs> <laughs> I would be mad too. I'd be like, you're going to put a fucking around. I remember when they put those roundabouts in Idle Falls, and I was like, people can't even do four way stops here. What do you like? Okay, cool. And I was right. <laughs> right. That was like 10 years. That was over 10 years ago, and people still aren't getting it right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I get <laughs> I get so mad. Anyway. <laughs> It's always something, always something stupid in there too. Like it's just. <sighs> anyway, uh, but sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm I'm okay with them not knowing how to do it as long as they don't fuck me up. But like, there's the one where if you get into the right lane, you can go, you get zoom right through because nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> I know that's what happens in Calgary all the time. There's just some jackass that's just like on the outside lane. Just like doing <laughs> circles because he doesn't know what to do, and I'm like, you, you need to, you need, you need to get out, get out. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, uh. So the, and also, right. So the city will. So the church will do the roadway improvements and the roundabout, um, to mitigate traffic concerns. The city will be responsible for the construction of the collector road. Uh, and the maintenance of the improvements the church makes to the existing streets. Ugh. So, anyway, yeah. that's the, the agreement in the MOU. The MOU also requires the church to build a walking path on its property and necessary streetlights. Though the project will take place on Wasatch, Wasatch County property, uh, it will impact Heber City through the traffic it is set to create. And even though the city will be responsible for the cost of a development happening on, happening on county land, there is not currently any means or agreement by which impact fees can be collected by the county and passed through to the city. <sighs> so it's just a yeah, big old mess. Speaking to mm-hmm. the council, Heber City Engineering Director Russ Funk mentioned how the situation is not unique to the temple, but will occur as large developments happening in the county will affect city streets. The report recommended Wasatch County and Heber City work together to address the concern. We know how well this county, counties and cities work together. So, <sighs> Regarding the temple project, however, Funk explained the church building the roundabout will likely end up costing it more, more than impact fees would. Still, if the council wanted to pursue impact fees, Funk suggested the cost be added as one of the conditions on the MOU, though he said he was unsure how the church would respond. Uh, Council member Ryan Steck had another concern. Steck said if the church were willing to follow the city's lighting ordinance for the development, he would be willing to vote for the MOU. He acknowledged the controversy the church's lighting plans have caused after the county's lighting code was altered for this project. Franco said she she wasn't sure which lighting code was more restrictive and wanted the two sets of regulations to be compared before the decision was made. Uh, so lighting's another issue, traffic, yeah. just like with the Cody Temple. Um, Council member Yvonne Barney says she wants a temple, but she's. I'm also very sensitive to the fact that the area in which it is being built needs to be mindful of those neighbors. Uh, we need to be good neighbors. So at least she's acknowledging that. 
Um, yeah. Like, friggin' Tim Hortons has a sign up to remind you to, like, don't litter because we ha- are in a residential spot and we want to be good neighbors. Like, yeah. the fucking temple can't turn their lights off. It's so, it's so bizarre to me. Yeah. Uh, we are here to protect all the rights of the citizens in Hebrew City, uh, that Yvonne Barney said. I would like us to be mindful of that. Franco expressed her concern that enforcing the county's lighting code through the MOU could quickly become controversial and problematic. Uh, council member Mike Johnston grew concerned that the council was, cons- was considering using the passage of the MOU as leverage, given that the church wasn't required to work toward the agreement. He also said the individuals using the road will largely be temple-going residents of Heber who are already using city roads traveling to temples. Uh, we're asking them to put all this stuff in and pay for it and maintain it. He said, I'd be careful. Uh, Stack again voiced his concerns regarding the temple's lighting, uh, saying he, was heard, he has heard from several Heber city residents who don't feel heard by the county. Uh, if this MOU is the only way that we as a city get to dip our toe in these particular waters, then I feel like that I need to, so so at least folks in the city feel like they're being heard by somebody. Uh, that's what the, he said, the stack, stack. Uh, that's why I continue here to hear is that the county just isn't listening. He anticipated being outvoted and requesting the church to follow the city's lighting code. Um, so there's just this like disparity between the county's lighting code and the city's lighting code so uh, right yeah trulin pierce the project manager for the church representing the organization at the meeting addressed Stack's concerns saying there will be no light that is bled into the sky you can't guarantee that what that's how, this, li- that's how lights work yeah. <laughs> <He> says, <laughs> i just imagine him up there with like an umbrella just like Bouncing it back down to the ground. Oh, no, no, not in the sky. This will probably be the most dimly lit structure that the church has ever built, he said. We value dark skies just like anyone else. But how can you say that when you've been fighting the church the same? Yeah, the same problem in Cody. And they're like, now. Yeah, you can't. Like, they're contradicting themselves. What? The church is contradicting itself? That's so weird. Never has happened before, ever. I know. Never in the history of the whole church has they been con- have they contradicted themselves. Never. Walter, you're <laughs> mad about it too. Can you hear him growling? He's yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a bunch I of know. bullshit. Oh. I know. Bullshit. Uh, so this Trulin priest also said he believed the concept of the church paying additional impact fees to be fair, though he referenced Johnston's earlier comments about the true impact of the project being less than one might expect. Residents are already here. They're already driving to and from. Yes, there's an impact, but it's probably not as great as the full impact of a brand new resident coming in and living there. Uh, what? <laughs> it would okay. be serving, so the Heber City Temple would be serving, like, Park City and, like, I'm imagining, like, they just, they're, they're going to get more traffic regardless. Like, Even just people are just going to go look-see what's going on. Yeah. And like I said before, the the whole open house situation is going to be huge because it's in Utah, and there's going to like people are going to go in droves from Wasatch Front to the because they got to go see the temple. Heber's not that big of a town. I mean, it's 
it's big. It's kind of more like a, I think it, what I would describe as like a, um, what do they call them? A bed, bed and breakfast town. Like a bedroom they, town? Bedroom town. Like it's like yeah. a commuter, like because you're yeah. going to get commuters that are going to drive from Heber to other areas of the state to work. Yeah. Usually in yeah. the Washington Front area. I love living in a bedroom community. That's the best. Bedroom community. That's what it's <laughs> called. That's what, I mean, that's kind of what Rigby, Idaho is. Like, it's a center point of, like, between Idaho Falls and Rexburg. So, people live in Rigby to, like, work in. Go Pocatello, wherever. Work in, yeah. like, different areas. So, uh, all right. So, that was as of, when was that? <laughs> Let me look. August. He said August, yeah. So the latest though is wow. from September seventh. So this is Ooh, this is really recent. Yeah. Uh this is from KPCW.org by Ben Lasseter. Uh while a groundbreak groundbreaking ceremony has already happened for the pro- proposed Heber Valley Temple and the county charged dark uh, dark sky regulations at the LGS church's request. It still hasn't been cleared to build. Many in the area have praised the news of the future temple, while others have concerns that will block their views and add to the light pollution. But according to Trulin priests, oh, it's not going to add it. It won't. The light won't bleed into the sky. Fuck off. Yeah, we're going to get special lamps that only only shine at the building. No, it's no nowhere else. No reflection. Nothing. Uh, more recently, resident Alyssa Haynes said she and other neighbors have concerns about water. So this is... Oh, yeah. So, okay. You ready for this? Okay. Her questions formed after she read a church-funded study suggesting the proposed 200-foot tall building... 200 feet tall! Building Holy site is in a floodplain and will require dewatering or pumping out groundwater so the area doesn't flood with a multi-story new building on top. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this this stuff's juicy. All right. Our concern, she said, is all that going into the creek, then it's going downstream and into the Provo River, and then eventually down into the canyon. So it is not benefiting the Heber Valley, Heber Valley for the, you know, residents in Heber Valley or for what's been, 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 been removed from the aquifer or the groundwater. <sighs> That's like a huge environmental issue. Oh, just, okay. In late July, Wasatch County staff asked church planners for details, including how it will counteract the upward force of water in underground aquifers. Core architecture in charge of designing the temple said it will reveal the design for a deep foundation during the building permit process. The LDS Church Media Office declined KPCW's request for interviews about the dewatering study, of course. Um, so it's a secret. It's just, guys, it's a secret. We're gonna tell you with the time that I want. It's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be so good. It's so good. Oh, we're gonna. Okay, so when they talked to us about the requirements of building on that site, said Dustin Grabau, Wasatch County Manager, our managers and uh, energers, our engineers indicated. <laughs> You said does it. It does it. It does (laughs) Our engineers indicated that they would need to examine water levels in order to build into the ground. And that's pretty typical in areas where we know there's a high water table. Okay. So this is, this is the actual gravity of the situation too. The study suggested the plan could require wells almost 40 feet deep, capable of pumping 500 to 700 gallons of water per minute. 
That would mean from <laughs> 720,000 to one point, almost 1.1 gallons per day, 1.1 million gallons per day. The study says... I don't, I don't know what a gallon is, but I don't know what a, four liters is, and that's a lot. <laughs> I literally four just liters is a gallon. It's fine. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I, was just trying to be, I was just trying to be funny. It's fine. It's <laughs> a lot of water, though. It is. Jake, that's uh, almost as much water as I drink in a day. <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> So that's it's a ton of water. After that first, that's just the first dewatering phase. The study says the flow rate should decrease dramatically, but it will still need to pump 150 to 250 gallons per minute, or 200,000 to 350,000 gallons a day to keep the ground dry enough. So gallons, three. Four liter, I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, know. I was just teasing you. I know what a gallon is. <laughs> <laughs> Insane, right? They have That's the... so much water. And like that lady, the resident said, it's not going to go to the residents of Heber Valley. It's going down the Provo Canyon. Yeah, to other gonna people. dump it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're gonna have water issues because Utah's always having water issues. Yeah. Oh my God. <sighs> According to Grabau, the county is most likely to approve the project if it meets the legal requirements. He said the church does not have to own water rights to pump out groundwater for its building, and it's something people in the neighborhood, neighboring Triple Crown neighborhood, do regularly. So they're saying, oh, they already do it, but they don't. Not to that, that extent. Doesn't make it right. Yeah, but not to that extent. They don't need the water to be the ground to be that. In order to build a structure there, the at the level they're trying to build, that's why it's like becoming this like huge impact. They're already dewatering a lot, but they're not that extent. Uh, Gravel said that the church will need to secure a no-rise permit from the Fe- Federal Emergency Management Office, which regulates floodplains. According to FEMA rules, development is not allowed unless there's no increase in flood elevations greater than zero feet. Certified by a registered professional engineer. Grabau also said that if the church proposes to pump hundreds of thousands of gallons a day in the future, the county's water board will determine whether the canal can handle it. That's another thing. In the the future. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why can the prophet not just be like, okay, I talked to God. JC says that this is going to be fine. Like... It's so stupid. Yeah. Like, the more that the world, like, changes and, like, we talk about environmental impacts, the more full of shit the church is just on, like, just on their face. Yeah. Like. They just got a bunch of shit on their face. <laughs> That's what I picture when you And all I think is, like, a big giant temple <laughs> sitting on this floodplain slowly, like, yeah, yeah. into the ground and just mm-hmm. laughing at it. Yeah. Like, oh, you didn't see that coming, did you? You prophet. The the but that that temple wasn't protected from by God from. Yeah, celestial Jesus didn't didn't divert the flooding. 
He no. told you to build a temple where technically and scientifically shouldn't be built. That's weird. It's almost weird. like he's not really telling you that. Uh, so this guy said that Grabau said the planners will want to iron out more details before they schedule the first planning commission meeting then eventually county council meeting to confirm the application Uh, he says I believe that there will there are still some technical issues you think that they're working through with the development review committee and that once they have resolved those technical issues, issues, it'll then proceed to the planning commission. I don't think we have a specific date yet, but I think it will be in the near future. Those damn just technicalities! Oh, uh, it's just a technicality. Like it's fine. It's millions fine. of gallons of water that they were going to just take away from this this area. This and uh, but they don't <laughs> own the water rights too. But it's fine. It's just a technicality. isn't that so like it's hilarious but also just like are you fucking kidding me like it's enraging because they're just like just gonna impose ourselves into this this area because oh we just want to build a temple here yes Uh, yes it's so infuriating Uh, so he said he expects the county to handle a site plan and development agreement applications for the church simultaneously in public meetings Haynes said she hopes the temple will eventually be built somewhere else, or at least the church planners will listen to her and others' neighbors' concerns. We have our doors open or phone lines open for communication, but we just haven't been able to get any responses from the church project manager or core architects and engineers. Imagine that. The church doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> They've just um, not been interested. I've, I'm related to somebody who used to be a project manager for the church, and I can tell you his cell phone was off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. Um, <laughs> those are two areas where the church is just doing whatever the fuck it wants and trying to push their just to build these temples for who? Like, what is the benefit? What is the church getting out of this? And I get that, like, we've talked like the taxes and where well, yeah, it's a tax shelter. Yeah. 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 But. Also, I wanted to mention, I don't have enough information about this because it's kind of, um, but it goes along with like the temple thing. But um, the church is also unloading law, tons of acres of land in Missouri right now. And I'm yeah, just like, I heard that. what is happening? And I can't imagine what members are thinking. Like, wait, that's where we're supposed to go, though. We're supposed to go to Missouri, so you guys. We're supposed to go there. So if we're unloading... Lots of land. But then I'm also, does, do the church members actually even know this? Like, do they know that the church is doing this? And like, do they own? Um, no, because I'm sure the church isn't talking about it. And they're not supposed to look at I don't think it's general at, knowledge. Yeah. yeah. And it, they're not supposed to look at, like, not church approved mm-hmm. stuff. So. Oh, and if they do hear about it, they'll be like, oh, well, it's just the, the church is doing it for, they've, they've got to have a good reason for it. Of course. Yeah. <sighs> always justify it in their little Mormon brains. Mental gymnastics. Got a gymnastic. Oh <laughs> I just can't get over that JC would say build a temple right here and it's just like not a good place for building. That's just so weird to me. <laughs> I know. Weird. <laughs> and oh, I can't we got, get over it. We got one area where, oh, God apparently just wants to anger the 
residence. Yeah, you're supposed to piss everybody off. <laughs> and then we got another area where it's like, oh, let's just not give a fuck about the environment and about the right. like the water rights of people and um oh and oh the traffic eh, it's a yeah. everything else fuck is all y'all time. I'm the water yeah <laughs> come unto me I'm the water oh god wouldn't it be so uh, funny if they went to fill up the font and there was like no water <laughs> they'd be like oh we dewatered Shit. all of it we dewatered everything we have no water. <laughs> It's okay, we'll fast for 10 days and God will provide. Uh, yeah, and it'll rain and then it'll flood and that'll be, you know, the iniquities oh, of the that's world. That's the thing, it's like, what happens with the, okay, so the aquifer, don't, it's always going to be an issue. Like, why would you want that to be a continual, like, you're always going to have to dewater. Mm-hmm. So, why would you want that, that burden? <laughs> like, we're just yeah. going to this here and just... But then they're going to be like, oh, well, the county has to pay for that now. Yeah, they have to install a sump pump for us because it's on county land. So dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And I keep following this. Part of me is, like, enraged, but I'm also just, like, fascinated because I'm like, yes, get the (laughs) – show the church for what the fucking insidious bullshit that they are because they're just – these things whatever the fuck they want i feel like heber's gonna like actually maybe have a case yeah but cody wyoming unfortunately like they just they don't they have a case but they don't like they don't have enough backing and that's, yeah they don't have the resources yeah. to fight it like yeah. they'll never be able to take out the church yeah heber yeah Heber just needs to get some environmentalists that can, like, stand up and spout scientific facts of as why this is actually, like, a really dangerous situation. Yeah. So, I don't know. Get some bird experts into Cody and be like, the migrating oh, Canadian yeah. geese <laughs> or something. <laughs> Ooh. We don't want them to stop here with the lights because they're angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's not laughs> and then you got the. We need to find like a protected species or protect yeah. a bird and be like, mm. <laughs> well, can't do it. It'll sorry. Them. Oh wait, celestial Jesus doesn't know about the protected species. What? <laughs> or he doesn't weird. care. What? He was too busy <laughs> fixing football games. It's fine. Oh, that's right. He, he cares more about BYU. Got it. Yes, yeah. Making sure that they do they do well in their season. I don't know. Go Cougars. <laughs> Did you know there's like this like conversation? Speaking of BYU, this is totally random, but you know it's on brand. So um, BYU Idaho used to be the Vikings, like that was their mascot before they when they were Rick's College. Oh, I and had no idea. Now there's this whole conversation of, like, should BYU-Idaho be considered BYU-Idaho Cougars? And I'm like, well, I thought that's what it was. Yeah, you know? I thought they were. But apparently they just didn't have a mascot because they don't have a team. Right? Oh. I have, they just have the whether intercollegiate sports, whatever. Yeah. And um, now they're like, oh, they should just go back to the Vikings. Like, just because they don't want to be a part. They don't want them to be a part of... BYU Cougars for some reason. I don't know. I'm just like, this is the worst. Like, I hate that I know this right now. Like, I hate. And also, um, so funny to that me. I'm hating it. And also, <laughs> why don't you just make it the the BYU Idaho colonizers? That feels more. Like... <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> I, which I guess is kind of the Vikings, but like at the same, <laughs> it's a little more up there. <laughs> Go colonizers! Colonizers! <laughs> oh, <it's> terrible. See why you pick it. Go. Hey, it has a it has that whole. Uh, Alliteration, yeah. Alliteration, I like it. It feels better. <laughs> I know. Way better than the Cougars. <laughs> Definitely go with the bigots. Oh, also with BYU. I guess this is BYU corner because did you know that the Cougarettes, they had this like, they did a dance to like some rap song that has that talks about a hand job or a, oh, I love that your kid just came in when I said that. Um, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> but you talked about a, um, I think it in the article I read it talks about a quote unquote sex act and so they've been <laughs> sidelined. Like they can't perform for a while and like Oh anyway. god. <sighs> anyway, so there's and I listened to that song and I was like, first of all, this is a banger. <laughs> Second of all, uh they it was a censored version, so it's like how do these people know? How did they get reported to know that that song was bad? Yeah, exactly. Some, it's just like those people that, like, the OnlyFans. How did they yes, know? Yes, I was going to say, like, what's her name with her OnlyFans? Somebody had to see it. Somebody had to know about it. <sighs> anyway. So there you go. There's... Well, that was really informative and educational and um and enraging. And also just fucking hilarious because I love that these um it just it's the church showing its ass and I love I'm here yeah. for that. I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm here for the ass. I mean I'm pretty sure it's an ugly ass. It's not a good booty, so I'm just like eh. But I'm here for like, uh, let's let's see it. <laughs> I just want to get to judge. It's fine. <laughs> it was all saggy and wrinkly, gross. <laughs> and in garments, which is not attractive. Oh, why did you have to say that? Oh, anyway. On that note, listeners, there's a visual for you. Leave <laughs> them. Leave it to Dusty for that. What I, what I'm here for is to make y'all upset. <laughs> <laughs> 